you for tuning in to the latest message from Island Church. Let's open our Bibles in uh, Luke chapter 3 and verse 16. Uh, John answered saying to all, that's Luke chapter 3 verse 16. I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I'm not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And then let's turn to Luke 12, verse 49. And Jesus says in Luke 12:49, I came to send fire on the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how distressed I am till it is accomplished. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, that you came to baptize us with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you open your word to us this morning. Yes, Lord, that you help us to be receptive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Jesus is, is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. He baptizes us, not just in the Holy Spirit, but with fire. Amen. So, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, he said, uh, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. That's Acts chapter 1, verse 8. So, we receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. And what, what's the purpose of it? He says, you shall be witnesses to me. And where? So where should we be witnesses? In Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of of the earth. So praise God, we've already started at the ends of the earth, right? You know, we skipped Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and we're already here. So we've made progress, amen? It's been 2,000 years, and look where we are now. Glory to God. <clears throat> so we start where we are, but then we, we spread out, right? Over time, the gospel moves further and further. Now, Jesus said that he ha has come to send fire on the earth and how he wishes that it was already kindled. And then he said straight after that, I have a baptism to be baptized with and how distressed I am till it is accomplished. And then he, in the ch chapter 3 of Luke, he said, he will baptize us with the Holy Spirit and fire. So there's the Holy Spirit and there's fire. When the Holy Spirit was poured out in, in chapter 2 of Acts, there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, which sat on each of them. Amen? So we can see the Holy Spirit goes along with fire. So who wants the fire this morning? Amen. So what happens... When we, when we get the fire of the, of the Holy Spirit. 
Well, I would say the first thing is the fear of God. Think about Moses. How did God appear to Moses? Fire, the burning bush. And what did God tell him? Take off your shoes because the, the ground you're standing on is holy ground. Does that bring the, the fear of God to you when you think of that story? Imagine yourself if you were Moses. Do you think you would have the fear of God on you? I think so. Yeah, you wouldn't just have a, you know, oh yeah, here we're at the beach, kind of uh, lounging around. No, you'd be paying attention and you'd know it's almighty God, the creator of the universe that you're dealing with. Amen? In Leviticus 6, talking about how uh, the priests should minister, Leviticus 6 verse 12 it says, and the, the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. It shall not be put out, and the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order upon it, and he shall burn thereon the fat of the peace offerings. And then verse 13, the fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. So we are called to be kings and priests, Amen? So we are a holy priesthood in the New Testament. So if the priests in the Old Testament had to keep that fire burning and every morning put new wood on, do you think that's telling us something today? What, what can we do? We need to keep our fire burning. We, ne we need to enter into the holy place. Amen? How can we enter into the holy place? by the blood of Jesus. And not just the holy place, but the holy of holies. So he's inviting us up close. Now, another thing about the fire. Jesus said, uh, I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how distressed I am till it is accomplished. What do you think he was talking about there? The baptism with fire. The baptism of persecution, <clears throat> the, the road that he had to go to, to the cross. Amen? So, you know, we say, Lord, give me the fire, I want the fire. But with the fire of God comes persecution. And let's call that the forge of fury. Yeah, do you know what a forge is? That's... that's uh, a fire that you use to, to melt metal with. Amen? So God uses the forge of fury, not his fury, but you know, the persecution that we get because we are proclaiming his name. He uses that to prove us, to build our faith, to make our faith, to purify us like gold. Amen? Now, let's go to... Uh, John 21. Let's find some fire. John 21 from verse... Uh, what verse is this? Verse 3. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We are going with you also. They went out and immediately got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. But when the morning had now come, 
Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, Children, have you any food? They answered him, No. And he said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast, and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment and plunged into the sea. But the other disciples came in the little boat, dragging the net with fish. Then as soon as they had come to land, they saw a fire of coals there and fish laid on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish which you have just caught. Did you see the fire? Where was the fire? The fire was with Jesus. Jesus was looking after the fire. Amen? Okay. Now, what went along with the fire? Fish. We say, Lord, I want the fire, but do you want the fish? <laughs> First, you've got to catch the fish. <laughs> Amen? So Jesus was looking after, after the fire. Just who, Which Jesus is this? This is the Jesus that died, that rose again, that's appearing to them now. The resurrected Jesus is making a fire. They're out there fishing, and Jesus is making a fire, and, and he tells them what to do. He's just there keeping the fire going and telling them, cast the net on the other side. Then what, what did I have to do with the fish? Put it on the fire. Okay? What, so... You know, there's, it's no good we, we go and catch the fish, but we don't bring them to the fire. Everybody needs to be part of the fire family of God. Amen? What happens to the fish when you put it on the fire? It gets flavor. Amen? And there's a fragrance. Fragrance of worship going up to God. Glory to God. Yeah, let's go there. So... Uh, Let's go to Luke chapter 7. <clears throat> Luke chapter 7 from verse 36. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him. And he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping and she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head and she kissed his feet and anointed, anointed them with the fragrant oil. Now when the Pharisees who had invited him saw this he spoke to himself saying this man if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, Teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had nothing with which to pay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. 
And he said to, to him, You have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. Now remember, Jesus said that he had a baptism to be baptized with, a baptism with fire. And what does Mary come and do here? She anoints his feet. Okay? So, you know, I, I, I would like to ask, who, who do you think in the Bible is the most on fire for God? In your opinion, who was the most on fire? Who had the most fire? I, I would nominate Mary. <laughs> okay? So this was before the Holy Ghost was poured out, right? But she didn't let, let that stop her because she had what? She had a fire in her heart for Jesus. Amen? There were Pharisees there, um, religious snobs, yeah? Hypocrites. She didn't let that stop her. She went straight for Jesus and she went for his feet. So that speaks of her posture, the posture of her heart. Your posture predicts your progress. So, let's, you see the, the posture that Mary had? It's way um, before Jesus died, before the Holy Spirit was given. She already had the correct posture. And we'll see later how that paid off for, for Mary. <clears throat> um, so there was a forge of fury that Mary faced because they were the Pharisees. Lots of F's in here. Well, Pharisees with a PH, but never mind. Um, now, what did, what did Mary receive from Jesus as she was at his feet? She received forgiveness. She received favor. Amen? And she gave... She gave him the fragrance of her worship. So, if you've got fire, you're going to be at the feet of Jesus. You're going to give him the fragrance of your worship. And you will be in a place of forgiveness and favor. Amen? And not only that, but if we go back to John, where we were before... <clears throat> John 20, John 20, verse 11. But Mary, this is the same Mary, stood outside by the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord. And I do not know where they have laid him. 
Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my father and to your father and to my God and your God. So can you see the favor that Jesus had for Mary because of the fire that was in her heart? The fire that had the fragrance of worship. She was not concerned with the forge of fury of the Pharisees. She was just concerned with Jesus. She was happy to be at his feet. And the other day we said Mary was the first person to preach the gospel. Amen? So the favor that Jesus had on Mary meant that Mary was first. So you can be first if you have the fire. But you need to have that fire like Mary. Now, if you're full of fire, you will be full of fuel. Okay? So we read there in Leviticus that the priests had to put uh, new wood on the altar every morning. So that means we need to stoke the fire, we need to give it fuel. So in your in your life, you have a fire in your heart that you need to keep going. We have together. We have a big fire here that we need to keep going. So in here, you are the fuel for the fire. Each one of you have got a, a place to to play. Now, I I love making fire. You can ask Adrian. I'll just sit there in front of the fire and poke it and put something in and move things around. Um, and the thing about fires is that if you have your logs, say, lying down just flat, you can have a really slow fire, and it'll be difficult to get that, uh, to keep it going and even to, to get it going. But if you, you face them, instead of like the, the air going across them like this, if the air goes straight through them like this, then there's a better flow, and you can keep that fire going easier. And not only that, but if you just lift them a little bit, then that fire can just take off. So you could, your logs could have fallen down, and if you just pick one up, just lift it a little bit, point it to the middle, and point the other one to the middle, point them like that. It's like a, it sucks in the wind, and it gets oxygen, and that fire takes off. Amen? So again, that talks about our posture. So we remember Mary's posture. Her posture was to, to lift Jesus up, yeah? to give him the fragrance of her worship. To have a fire, you need to put your coal on the fire. That means you need to play your part. You can't be on the side. If you imagine the firebox and there's coals or logs on the side, they're the, the last ones, well, the, they're the first ones to die. If there's not a big massive fire in the middle, 
those little ones on the side will will just uh, die. That, that fire will go out. Amen? So to contribute, you need to be where the action is. The action is where the fire is. Sometimes your coal gets ash on it. And then that ash will drown out the, the fire. So what, what happens there is, or how can we fix it? We need dusting off. You need to shake the coals a bit, riddle, riddle the grate, move things around. Amen? Now what about the kind of wood that we use in the fire? If you're going to use wood, it's got to be dry. What happens if you use wet wood? It doesn't catch fire, and if it does catch fire, it just smokes, and it's horrible. But if you have dry fire, dry wood, that fire takes off. And what does that speak of? That speaks of our hunger. If you're hungry for God, if you're desperate for Him, He will meet you. Yeah, He will meet you where your faith is. Mary was desperate for Him. She didn't care what's, what's going on around her, what people said. She knew they knew what she had done, but she didn't care. She went straight for Jesus. So you must be hungry. You must be hungry for the fire. You need to stoke the fire. Yeah? And so in our personal lives, what, what does that mean? You need to be giving it fuel and stoking it. That means praying. So praying in the Holy Ghost. Let's, let's go to uh, Jude, Jude 20. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So we need to pray in, in the Holy Ghost. But you, beloved, building yourselves up, building yourselves up. So we want to build a fire. We need to pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen? So praying in the Holy Ghost is like praying with fire. Not just praying a, a list of things that you want sorted. Okay, now let's talk about faith. If you have fire, you will have faith. If you have faith, you will have fire. Amen? You can't have faith and not have fire. Or have fire and not have faith. You know, if, if I had to say what uh, kind of drink does Jesus like, I would say Fanta. He likes Fanta. Because Fanta is, uh, stands for, let's see if I can get it right. Faith avails nothing till activated. That's Fanta. <laughs> okay, that means it does... Faith avails much when you activate your faith. And how do you activate your faith? Fire! Amen? Glory to God. And one more, more thing, if we think of Mary again. Because Mary had so much fire, she was Jesus' friend. So there you go. So you'll... If you have fire, you will have the fear of God. You'll be a friend of God. You'll face 
the, the baptism of fire, so the, fo the forge of fury. You'll be out fishing. You'll be getting fish on the fire so that the fish can, can have flavor and bring a fragrance of worship to the Lord. You'll be praying in the Holy Ghost, stoking that fire, reading your word, reading the Bible, and not just reading it to, to say, yeah, I've done that, I've, I've read my chapter or my two verses for the day. Now we, we read the Bible and we, we're getting something from it. Amen? We're getting life, freedom. That's one I, I uh, didn't mention yet. Freedom. If you have fire, you have freedom. Is that in the Bible? Let's have a look. Second Corinthians 3. 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So the Spirit of the Lord is the fire of the Lord. If you have the fire of the Lord, you have liberty, which is freedom. So, who wants to go fishing? Yeah, who wants to catch some fish? Get them on the fire. You know, when they went fishing, they were in a boat. What, what did they do, do in the boat? They cast out a net. So there's those that are sent to be the fishermen, and then there's those of us that are part of the net. Yeah, so you could be a fisherman, or you can be a part of the net. Each one of us has to play our part. You know, it doesn't matter what, you, what you're doing. If you do your part, then the fish are going to come in. Amen. Um, I remember Brother Hagen told the story of uh, how the Lord told him that the, the man that cleans the, the church will have the same reward as what Brother Hagen would have in heaven. And he was, Lord, how can he have the same reward as me? I mean, he's not preaching the gospel like me. You know, he's not teaching. He's not doing all these things. And the Lord said, but he's faithful what I've, with what I've given him to do. So he was doing just that tiny little bit, and he was going to get the same reward as Brother Hagen that did all these other things that we think are so wonderful, right? But that means you and I, it doesn't matter how big or small we are, what little part we play, each part that we play is important. Amen. And uh, what about the secret place? The place that nobody can see, that only God sees. God sees what you're doing, you know, when you're praying. He will reward you. And he said, many that are last will be first. Many that are first shall be last. So in the, in the eyes of uh, the Pharisees, Mary was last. But in Jesus' eyes, she was first. So he favored Mary. So you can be a Mary today at the feet of Jesus with the fire, the fire of God in your heart, the fire of God in your tongue. Amen? And, and this morning, I believe that the Lord wants to, to lift some of us. Where you've, you've felt that you've been like that log in the, in the firebox and you feel that your, your, your fire has gone out a bit and you want the Lord to just give you that lift 
so that you can be in the right posture to bring the fragrance of the Lord. Amen. And the Lord wants to touch his body this morning. His, he wants to touch his bride. He wants to prepare his bride. So I'm going to invite you to come forward if, if you want prayer, if you want us to stand with you. And if you say, Lord, I want your fire. I don't care if I need to go through the, the forge of fury facing the Pharisees, but I want to be at your feet, Lord Jesus. Anyone want to be at the feet of Jesus here this morning? Amen.